this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Dr. Scott Geller. Dr. Scott Geller, Ph.D., alumni distinguished professor, is completing 52 years as a teacher and researcher in the Department of Psychology at Virginia Tech and director of the Center for Applied Behavior Systems. Dr. Geller is also a co-founder and senior partner of Safety Performance Solutions. He has authored, co-authored, or edited 52 books, 88 book chapters, 40 training manuals, 275 magazine articles, and over 300 research articles addressing the development and evaluation of behavior-focused interventions to improve human welfare and life satisfaction. Dr. Geller has received Lifetime Achievement Awards from the International Organizational Behavior Management Network and the American Psychological Foundation. The College of Worcester awarded Professor Geller the honorary degree Doctor of Humane Letters. He and his daughter, Krista S. Geller, Ph.D., co-founded the teaching and consulting firm Geller AC4P, Inc., to spread actively caring for people, principles, and application worldwide. We want to welcome back Dr. Geller for our second episode. Um, After learning so much more about uh, self-motivation. Yes. And today, we are going to talk about actively caring for people, which I think is so lost in the world that we have today. Also talking about it from the safety perspective for the safety professionals and the small business owners that are also listening to this uh, episode below in that. So, hey, Dr. Geller, thank you very much for uh, coming back to the show after uh, the first episode. Oh, it's my, my pleasure. My pleasure, Ted. Um, and, I, and of course, the topic today is, is my favorite topic of all, actively caring for people. And let's start up by, by thinking that we all care. We really do care. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't want people to get injured. We want people to be 
healthy. We don't want COVID in people's lives. I mean, we care. But the question here, do we actively care? And I might, a little bit of history. Oh, in the 90s, it was 1990, I was working with Exxon Chemical. And we were setting up a safety program for Exxon Chemical. Okay. Boy, I must, I must say, in those days, they were really serious about about safety. They still are, um, but this was just Exxon before they connected with mobile. But anyway, what are we going to call this process? They, they hit me with it. The committee said, what should we call this? What should we call this, this ongoing process to keep people safe? What are we doing with this process? And then somebody said, caring. We're caring for each other. And then I threw in the word, we're actively caring. It's behavior-based. We need to be concerned about what people are doing. So we called it actively caring for safety. And then as time went on, we had a tragedy, by the way, April 16th, 2007. Maybe some of you remember that, uh, if you're old enough. Um, we had a shooting at our camp on our campus. 32 students and professors were shot by one student. Yes. And I might say that after that event, wow, did that bring us together as a community? I'm telling you, there were, I must have gotten oh, over a hundred emails. Are you, are you okay? You, after the tragedy, we react because we care. Mm -hmm. We do care about people. And then the challenge becomes, what do we do to prevent it from ever happening again? And of course, you all know the word proactive. Safety is about proactive, doing something before it happens. And so we started the actively caring for people process. And it, it you know, you've heard the, the term random acts of kindness, you know, random acts of kindness. Well, we call it intentional acts of kindness. I mean, mean, performing acts of kindness on behalf of other people. You know, it's, it's positive. So, in fact, we have a wristband that we develop that says actively caring for people. Now, I've been giving out this wristband for years. You know, you can, you can go to the website, AC, the number four, P, dot org. AC, four, P, dot org. And you could, you can see stories, thousands of stories, more than a thousand, of positive in exchanges. With, and you can purchase wristbands there. And let me tell you about the wristband. Every wristband has its own identification number. They're all different. I mean, I'm wearing one right now. All has a different number. And the way this works, it's called the STEP process. S-T-E-P. S. -T -E -P -S. See an act of kindness. See somebody helping another person. See somebody looking out for another person's safety. See somebody reminding someone to put on the personal protective equipment. That's an act of kindness. Next, see the next, thank them. The T step, S-T-E-P. Thank them. Of course, whether or not you have a wristband or not, we should be thanking people for the good things they do. We need more supportive feedback. So you thank them and you give them a wristband 
and you say, join our movement. It's the actively caring for people movement. And you'll notice that this wristband, it's a green, it's green wristband, and it has a number on it. It's unique to you. So what we want you to do is go to the website, ac4p.org, and record this positive gossip, this positive exchange, and, and, and record the number. By the way, that's the E of step. See an act of kindness, thank them with a wristband, ask them to enter, enter it. How about if we start using social media for positive reasons? I mean, I think our culture is in a mess right now, largely because of the negativity that comes across on social media. Absolutely. How about we turn it into positivity? We talk about positive things. And then the P of step. You tell the person, look, pass it on. I'll give you this wristband, but I want you to look for other acts of kindness in others and actively care by passing on the wristband. Now, a quick story, police officers in three states have blue wristbands, and they have their own website, activelycaringforpeoplepolicing.org. You can check it out. And what they do when a police officer, and they, of course, they, we have a book that we wrote, we wrote to, to train police officers about the process. What's the science behind this? Why are we doing this? Why is this useful? And by the way, so they get a police officer. Imagine a police officer walking up to a citizen and thanking them for a kind act and giving them a blue wristband and telling them to record that number on the blue wristband at that website. Imagine, and by the way, pass it on. Our experience says that when I get a blue wristband from a police officer, I'm not passing it on. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping this wristband. But you know, what a great way, right, to, to produce positive connections between police. It's, it's community policing. And so anyway, we, the point is, it's, it, this, the concept is great. Uh, I say it's backed by science. I've written a number of books. In, in fact, if you would go to, if you go to www.ac4p, I'm sorry, Geller ac4p and then you can you can see a number of books we wrote one i wrote one with another police officer for policing ac4p policing we also have one for parents how can you bring this concept into the home yeah i saw and, that and the out basic there concepts we're talking about you know and then we have we have one for schools how we can reduce bullying if we put more focus on the positive things, the act of kindness. And by the way, we've published articles that support what I've just said, reducing bullying through an actively caring for people process. Anyway, so it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a big idea, but it just hasn't gotten out there yet. I mean, I think it, I have an article, I have articles, I have an article coming out this year in an in a academic journal but, you know, who's going to read that? Real people out there, the public, they need to hear this presentation through you folks. And they need to get interested in the actively caring for people process. I would hope that could happen because it's, 
it, your common sense tells us that tells you right that we need this. We need this now, perhaps more than ever. I I agree. Yeah, I just agree. I just love this. I was not aware of this before uh, you were going to join us on our podcast, and I have been to the website, and I just love the idea. I love the idea about the bracelets as a parent, as just a human being. I do think you know the world is a great place, but right now there's so much negativity, and we have four you know older kids that you know a couple are you know in that adulthood, and we're raising them and. Social media has been tricky, so why not use it more positively? You know, social media is technology. It's the people that choose what to do with it that make a difference. And this is so positive. And I'm going to go out and buy some bracelets, actually, and and start this because I just love the idea. And and, and I'm hoping that our listeners also, you know, around the world that listen to this podcast also go out on on the website for Dr. Geller and you know, let's just show that we actively care for other people. I think that's, that's what it's about, you know, safety, whatever we're talking about, you know, actively caring about people and making the difference in in life. Right. And, and listen, Barb, Barb and Ted, you send me your, your mailing address and I will put the book in the mail. I'll put the one for the parenting book. If that's the one you would like, I'll put that in the mail for you. You certainly you certainly deserve to have that, that book. And I'll put a few wristbands. By the way, we have two sizes. We have wristband sizes for children. Also, some, some ladies would like the smaller wristband also for smaller wrists. And we have the, the larger wristband. So there are two sizes. And again, they all have their own identification number. And, and yeah, I appreciate the fact that we need to push this idea. It's something that needs to catch on and and whether or not we use wristbands we need to understand that it's about intentional acts of kindness Mm -hmm. it's it's about positivity and and by the way there's a field of psychology called positive psychology you know when you all think of psychology you probably think about dealing with people who have emotional disorders or people who, who 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 have problems and and we need a psychologist to fix it. But there's the other side of the coin. What about happiness? What makes us happy? And psychologists have studied that. Martin Seligman started this and his colleagues started this in 2000. And we, they've been studying. What does it take to increase happiness? I'll tell you one thing. Money doesn't make it. <laughs> More money does not make us happier. But you know what we know makes people happier? Showing and receiving gratitude. Showing, giving gratitude makes both individuals, the the benefactor, the person giving gratitude, and the person receiving gratitude, it it increases your perception of of well-being. We call it subjective well-being. We've, We've studied that. And of course, the person who receives gratitude. So not only do we have to recognize when we say you did that job well that's supportive feedback but how about if we add we say and i'm grateful mm-hmm. i'm grateful i mean folks i'm grateful that we're doing this today i'm i'm grateful because it makes it makes me believe that some of this can get out to other people real people you know us us psychologists we write in our old journals journal articles and who reads that other academics we don't get our concepts out to the real world like we 
need to. And, and I'm grateful for you guys doing that because, and it's not pop psychology. It's research-based psychological science. And of course, the books that we have explain why it is supported by research, how it is supported by research. Yeah, I really love that uh, concept. Uh, one thing I do uh, on a personal uh, note is that I, I, I always have wristbands on. There are different scriptures in the Bible. And when I see somebody having a bad day, I give that out to them. Um, and the way that it, it, it puts a smile on somebody's face and stuff like that, showing a little bit of gratitude, kind of like what you're talking about. you know. And they talk about it for quite many weeks afterwards. And it's just something that makes me feel good that I'm being able to be actively caring about somebody. And also, I think it makes that person feel very, uh, very comfortable and, and, and usually puts a big smile on the person's face. Yeah, I can't say enough about this whole actively caring for people. And I, just to kind of um, segue into our next topic, we want to talk to you a little bit about just being kind sounds so simple. But really, when you think of actively doing that, there's things and behaviors and actions that you have to take. So as we know, it can carry through to all aspects uh, you know, of, the, uh, of your life. Mm-hmm. But relating it a little bit back to safety and caring for people and kind of behavior, can we talk a little bit about human behavior as it relates to safety, Dr. Geller? Oh, oh sure. And if you think about it, actively caring for safety or actively caring for people connects directly to safety. Why do we, why do we care about wearing protect, protection, fall protection, or why do we care about reducing at-risk behavior? Because we care. Because we care. So, so clearly, the actively caring for people movement connects directly to occupational health and safety. And there are companies who have brought the wristbands, by the way, I don't call them bracelets. That's, uh, guys like to, it's a wristband. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we don't wear no bracelets. <laughs> right, I don't wear a bracelet, man. So it's how we talk. But, but we have companies who, who, are, who wear the wristband. And you now in some companies, they, they're not allowed to wear anything on their wrist. But the point is, and, and, and you don't need a wristband. It's it, it, just the way the process happens. Let me tell you just a brief story. We started after our tragedy, um, 2007. We were giving out wrist. In fact, I've been giving out wristbands since 1990, and but it didn't have numbers on it. Didn't have an identification number. It just said actively caring for people. The first one said actively caring for safety, and it was just a way to, to a thank you. You know, well, one of my students was giving a presentation at LSU on leadership. And was explaining the actively caring for people movement. And a girl, a lady there, stood up and said, let me tell you a story. I was riding the metro in Washington, D.C. And I was sitting across from an individual, a gentleman, and his head was down and he looked so sad. And all I said to that individual was, are you okay? And he looked up to me, and we were right across from each other, and he said, no, I've just had the worst day of my life. And she explains that all she did was listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What happened? And he told the story, and she just 
with empathy. Oh, there's a word we should be talking about. Empathy. Yeah. With empathy, she listened. Listened to his story. And then she said, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope your day gets better. You know, I feel for you. And, and, but my, my, I have to get off soon. My, my, my stop is coming up. And he said, wait, before you leave, I want to give you something. And he took a green wristband off his wrist and said, actively caring for people. Uh And he said, here, you've just actively cared for me more than anybody has in a long time. And, and this, and then we said, where did you get that wristband? Where did he get that wristband? And that's when we decided to put numbers on these wristbands right. so we could track where they're coming from and where they're going. You could see your wristband number travel from, from your town to another town, another, another state. And so, that's what we decided that we're going to put numbers on these and track them. And so that, that, that was so enlightening that, you know, it, it, it does travel and it is, it is worldwide. There are people in other countries. I've been to Australia and I've, I've talked about the process there and they've got wristbands there. So, but it's just, it's a, it should be a worldwide movement. And I'm so grateful that you guys are interested in this and I will, I will send you the, the parenting book and I'll send you and yes. And thanks. We already checked out the website. How cool. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I got some of your earlier models of the, the uh, wristbands um, that I, I used to have, but the, before the numbers were on. Oh, there. you're so, really, yeah, I didn't I, even know I, that. I, I've seen Dr. Geller down in a couple of the national safety council um, presentations and the ASSP uh, presentations. So yeah, I, I've had those. Those are, those are very nice to have. I mean, it really makes you think about, you know, actively caring for the other person versus always thinking about ourselves sometimes. But right, exactly. Well, I I do think. Thank you for sharing that that topic. It's uh, it's just a good way to put out to our listeners too that just um, you know, being kind, caring can fall into any aspect of life. And if we bring it into the workforce and safety, what what better is that? Well, and how powerful, right? right? How powerful. And ending too with the story about listening. You know, even though we all think we might be, we're not always the best listeners. So that's something that we can always strive for. So we really, really appreciate your time today, Dr. Geller. Yes. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, As you may know, I'm the positive safety coach. And uh, what we like to do about this part of the show, um, Dr. Geller, is have a little fun with you. Are you ready for Barbara and I's jokes that we have for you? Kind of leave it off on a positive note. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that was the most confident sure, but all right. <laughs> we we always say no one's ever really ready for our jokes, but we'll we'll see how they go here. Barb's going to ask you the first one here. Okay, I tried to relate it a little bit to your background. Uh, okay, why was Pavlov's hair so soft? Why is Pavlov's hair so soft? Yes. I don't even know that it's soft, but neither do I. It must have something to do with the dogs that he conditioned or something. Yeah. Huh? Classical conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, hopefully this okay. one might be a little maybe, bit better. Maybe here. Ted's will be better. We'll see okay. here. What do you call a behavioral scientist who has two pet donkeys? What do you call a behavioral science? 
who has two pet donkeys? I didn't get the last two words. Who has two what? Two pet donkeys. Pet donkeys? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. By asked. <laughs> we we okay. have our dad jokes on here, so just to give everybody a little smile on. I know a lot of our audience, they do appreciate the, the little smile that we give to them at the end of our uh, shows. But uh, Dr. Geller, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Well, I have a, those two websites can work well. I have a, I have a, uh, an email address. It's E S. Geller, and that's G-E-L-L-E-R, at VT, for Virginia Tech, dot E-D-U. I am, uh, I'm going to turn 80 years old, and I'm still a professor at Virginia Tech. This is my 52nd year as a faculty member at Virginia Tech. So I've been here a long time, and, um, but I've studied psychological science for 60 years so you know it's it's and but it 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 makes no use unless it's people like you disseminate it and and share it with others and then then we can all truly make a difference well your passion for this makes it exciting dr geller i mean for me i i get excited about this because number one i i really want to make uh the, the people are focused when we work talk about safety making them better and it's about other people. But when you have somebody that has passion like you do on it, it just makes it that much more enjoyable. And I think our listeners can understand the importance of using these concepts in our everyday life, but also for the safety professions. Definitely. We so appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. And have a super safe day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. I appreciate you. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week. 